I haven't had any outside investments. So we're bootstrap and it's definitely been, I've needed to be patient because it's evolved over time and the software has continued to improve year after year. But I'd say within the first year and a half, I knew that I needed to make moves quickly. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to getlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to getlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at getlatka.com. Hey, folks. My guest today is Bryn Gibbs. She's the founder and chief executive officer of Consumer Fusion, founded in 2013 after she began helping close family friends with fake negative review removal for their businesses. Bryn, you ready to take us to the top? Sure am. Thanks for having me today. Very frustrating. It's like that person that just hates you, so they're going to get back to you by posting like this fake bad online review. You help them get rid of that, huh? Exactly. So Consumer Fusion specialty niche in the reputation management space is identifying and helping remove inappropriate, illegitimate negative reviews and photos across different directory review sites and social media platforms. I love this. Okay, so who is paying you? Is it companies paying you or is it individuals paying you? Good question. So um, our clientele is made up of SMBs and also we're heavy in the franchising space. So brands will hire us to represent their whole system as a whole. I see. What are people paying on average to use this tech? You know, it depends because people have different review volume. You have some businesses who get 20 reviews a year and then you have some who get 20 a day. So it depends on the review volume. But on average, I would say our price point is like $299 a month uh, per location for SMBs. And then brands, of course, the pricing is different because it's representing a whole brand. Mm -hmm. What's the largest customer pay you per year? Don't name them, obviously, but the biggest contract. Um, about 120,000 a year. Wow. Okay. How many, and so how many reviews and locations are you managing there? You know, they actually do not have a high volume of reviews, but for their industry, a negative review is so impactful that they, they have stats on how much money a negative review costs their um, system overall. And the lifespan of one negative review can impact their franchise location up to $300,000. So they they definitely pay top dollar, but it is worth every penny for them. And put this on a timeline for me. When did you launch the business? 2013. Okay. And how did you get those first you know, 10, 20 customers? So I kind of fell into this on accident. I was helping a close family friend who's now a retired dentist. This was when Yelp and Google reviews kind of just became popular. And he was attacked online by um, a vindictive ex-employee. So his new patient drop-off numbers were down for several months and someone finally brought this to his attention and I offered to help him clean it up. And that turned into introductions to people in his local rotary group. It was a plastic surgeon and attorney and who were dealing with similar situations, but with like a competitor. So from there, it just was kind of personal referrals, recommendations, and it was a month to month continuing service. So it just kind of snowballed and grew from there. How much revenue, like consulting revenue, did you do in 2013? Do you remember? Oh, gosh. I mean, it was pretty small, but I want to say maybe around like, it was under 100,000, but... It was the tipping. I was also doing it myself, too. Yeah. When did you realize, oh my gosh, instead of doing this as a service, I should hire a developer and start building technology here? 
Well, so for us, MRR is everything. And I was just seeing the long-term picture and realizing, okay, if I want to continue growing the way that we are, I need to have a platform. A, for my back end, but also for my customers to use. And I always had the vision of enterprise level. So like how brands can manage multiple occasions at once. So it was pretty quick uh, at the starting point where I knew I needed software. Um, and I haven't had any outside investments. So we're bootstrap. And it's definitely been, I've needed to be patient because it's evolved over time and the software has continued to improve year after year. But I'd say within the first year and a half, I knew that I needed to make moves quickly. And how many customers today? So because we are in franchising and like one brand could have hundreds of locations, I can't give you like an exact amount, but we have several thousand users on the platform between SMB and franchising. How many, I guess the right question, and like, let's just be specific, like how many unique brands are using the platform? Ignore number of locations or stores, but how many brands? So I would say there's about 40 brands and then the rest are um, SMBs. I see it. I, I see. Well, um, I guess, give me, can, can you name one of the brands and then name one of the SMBs so we can understand the difference? Yeah. So College Hunks Hauling Junk is one of our um, brands in the franchising space. And then an SMB is anything from a local attorney, dentist, plastic surgeon, oh. auto repair. We're in all verticals. I, so, okay, so how many SMBs, you know, Hunks Hauling Junk is in your 40 brands. How many SMBs use it? Um, about 3,000. Oh, wow. Okay, got it. So you've got like 3,040, but the paying customers effectively. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can, can I take that 3,000 number times that $300 a month price point to back into your MRR, which would be like a million a month? So, no, it, because they're not all at that price. Okay. So that's not an average. average. Yeah. Well, but if that's an average, that would be an average across what? If it's not an average across the 3,000. Well, so that would be average for the SMBs, but not necessarily in the franchising space. Okay. Uh, but you just mentioned there's 3,000 SMBs that are paying, right? Yes. So can I take that 3,000 SMBs times a $299 a month price point? Is that is that the right average for those SMBs? You know what? No, it's not. If I'm being okay. honest, that's not. What would you... So, so what is MR today? We can go backwards from there. Um... I'd prefer not to get into those specifics if that's okay, but we're profitable and bootstrap. Okay. Uh, can you give me a range if you're not comfortable sharing a specific, like under a million revenue, more than a million revenue? It's under a million in revenue, yes. Okay, got it. Um, why is there such a big... So so I guess, are those 3,000 you're quoting, are those are those free users? Like that's a big gap between like 3,000 paying 300 bucks a month versus not. So a lot of it is um, just sometimes they don't need our services to a certain extent and their price points can change and we'll do what we can to retain the client on a monthly basis. Um, So it's just more so like say they're part of a spam attack and we have to put a lot of um, effort into the account at one point, but then things kind of like tame down a little bit. It's just, we see a lot of movement that way. Mm -hmm. So, but are all 3000 like paying per month right now or some of them are not paying, but they're still using your free tools. Um, So some of them are, we'll like to get our foot in the door. We'll do free pilots to um, help earn their future business. Some people do temporarily go on hold. I don't know the exact number right now for how many are um, not paying, but the majority are paying. Okay, got it. So if we take 3,000 like paying, right? And you're under a million revenue, let's just assume you're a million in run rate. That'd be 3,000 by $80,000 a month. They're paying on average something closer to like 25 bucks a month. That in the franchising space, that is the um, 
the right number per month per location. $300 a month per location. No, no, no. You said 25 per location. Correct. So in the franchising space that you mentioned, you, so you use two words. You use the word brands, like Hunks yeah. and John. There was 40 of those. And you use the word SMB, like dentists. And you mm-hmm. said there are 3,000 like dentists, like SMBs. Yeah. What I'm doing is just, you said you're under a million revenue. I'm just taking 3,000 customers divided by a million dollar run yeah. rate and on average $25 per month. Would, would that be about accurate? I would have to look into that further for you. I, I don't have those numbers. How many, Bryn, do you know how many just like paying customers you have? I mean, I assume that's something you track pretty darn close. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, it's just when you look at it from a brand level and an SMB, it's different. Okay. But there's only 40 brands and there's 3,000 SMBs, right? Mm-hmm. So the majority of your revenue is coming from those 3,000 SMBs if all of those absolutely. SMBs are paying. Absolutely. Got it. Okay, cool. Let's get let's get more sort of the backstory here. So you've managed to bootstrap this, which is incredible. Tell me more about the team that you've built. How many folks full time? So 22 team members. Okay, 22 and how many engineers? Six. And so we outsource that. Our development team is over in Belarus and they have been with us since day one. They're fantastic. Wow. How did you find them? Are you using a firm like Cody Toss to find them or are you just their individual people you found? So uh, the company is called Oxygile. Uh, we were connected through um, a colleague several years ago and they have just continued to grow with us. Interesting. So they're sort of like a dev shop. And are you paying sort of, you know, most dev shops like Simform, Cody has like 35 bucks an hour for, for development talent. Is that sort of what you're paying? It's a little bit higher than that. Um, lately, there is just heavy need for developers. So we have seen the rates increase, but um, it is cheaper for us to have them overseas than domestic. Mm-hmm. And and you are all these 22 folks full time, you know, because what I'm trying yeah. to back in. Are any of them working for free? Because if you're under a million revenue, paying 22 full-time salaries would be a lot. Um, So a lot of it is entry-level positions, um, but everyone here is full-time. Yes. I see. Got it. So 20 times full-time plus another six who are outsourced engineers, but they're on your full-time. The engineers are all not necessarily full-time. That's just depending on the workload and the projects that we're rolling out. I see. Got it. So tell me more about like growth. I mean, signing up 3000 dentists is not easy. How did you sign all these folks up? Well, what's that? Yeah, well, so they're not all dentists. We're in all, you know, verticals. So 3, S- signing up 3000 SMBs is yeah. hard. How do you do that? So we will, we used to attend a lot of conventions like veterinary shows, plastic surgeon shows, dental shows. Um, but the biggest way the last few years has been through partnerships. So our service is complementary to digital marketing agencies, social media agencies. And so we will work with them um, and partner and represent either the brand or just um, kind of like an affiliate agreement with them. And that's been the quickest way for us to see this growth is through partnerships. Got it. So if there's a brand in... Los Angeles, who works with dentists as a marketing agency, you'll sell to the marketing agency and the agency will sell directly through to the dentists. Yeah. I see. So these 3,000 SMBs you quoted, you might not own the direct relationship to them. You might own the relationship just directly to the marketing agency that touches 100 SMBs. Exactly. So sometimes we have the direct relationship. Others, um, we go through our partner. It just depends. That's why, case by that's case. why these numbers earlier when I was asking you is a little harder to talk about. It's because there's different kinds of relationships. Exactly. Sorry, I should have been more clear about that up front. Because, because otherwise people are listening going, this Bryn doesn't know our numbers. This makes total sense now. It's some of them are direct relationships. And a lot of times you're going through marketing agencies. So help me understand. That's, a, that's an impressive model. How do you incentivize marketing agency to sell your product? Do you give them a kickback? 
So it depends. And it is all case by case, but a lot, a lot of it is they see value in our service. So when we are cleaning up businesses, online reputation, when we're improving their star rating, helping them generate more reviews, they rank higher in Google. So they see the value there for their clients. So sometimes they cover our expense, um, on behalf of their clients. Other times they do mark it up. It's case by case with each one, but we kind of customize our um, approach with all of our different partners. It just kind of depends on their wants and needs. Mm-hmm. But are you are you like are you paying like if they sign up customers, either their customers or them themselves are paying you some amount of month, like some amount of revenue every month, right? To get those seats unlocked. Are they paying you or like are you paying them a kickback of like 30% like per contract, like per, per month, per like forever, or is it something different? So it depends. Some is like a straight percentage based off of um, the dollar amount. Some are, we just give them our tiered pricing and then they mark it up accordingly. Um, our biggest partner pretty much just doubles what our cost is. And I see. So, but again, it, it does differ. That makes perfect sense. Interesting. Okay, cool. That's a great way to bootstrap a business because all those, like these would be like sales reps you'd usually have to hire and put on your like profit loss full time. Now it's a, it's a marketing relationship with an affiliate. Well, and not just that too, but the account management side too, because we are not necessarily having to communicate directly to the client as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So like, I want you to grow fast. I want to see you guys kill it. Like when can you break a million dollar run rate? Right, you think that'd be $80,000 a month in revenue. Um, I mean, I think that next year is going to be very big for consumer fusion. We have some recent partnerships that, um, we're in like the final stages of rolling out. So I think by like mid next year, mid next year. Interesting. And, and what has your growth rate been over the past 12 months? So COVID did hit us pretty hard. Um, but we had 200% growth the last three years. Okay. Like each year or over the, the no, like the combined. Got it. So you, like, you went from like, I'm making this like 20 grand a month up to like a 40 grand a month over the three years. Yeah. Something like that. Okay. Interesting. And and what would you have to grow up in the next 12 months to break a million dollar run rate by the middle of next year? Um, so, can you say that again? Sorry. Yeah. So if you look at your revenue today, how much would you have to grow that to break a million dollars, like to break 80 grand a month within a year? So we already do the 80 grand a, a month. I thought you were asking a million a month. Well, no, 80 grand a month would be a million dollar run rate, 80 grand times 12. So you already do more than $80,000 a month in revenue? Yes. Oh, great. Okay. Well, so you already passed a million dollar run rate then. What's your next big revenue goal? Well, I mean, like in the next three years, I'd like to do 10, 10 million a year. Okay, got it. So that would be getting up to like $800,000 a month in revenue. And, and can you do that with your current product line or are you developing new products? So yes we can um we just rolled out a new ai tool that's going to help us be more efficient in identifying the types of content that can quickly be removed so it absolutely is doable mm-hmm. and if you're at like north you know 80 grand a month or north of that today in revenue where were you exactly a year ago in the middle of COVID? do you remember we had like 25 percent of our accounts go on hold so COVID was definitely it impacted us but we were able to retain all of our employees and we actually started working for um the 25 percent of our accounts who needed to go on hold for free just because we wanted to help support them through those challenging times and be sure that they knew we were there for them during those hard times to where when they were able to operate again they would quickly pick back up with us Mm-hmm. Very well. When you've done that, you've earned their trust with for a long time. That'll drive up your LTV, which will be great. How do you think about, about the business today? Are you, would you raise capital? Or are you process of raising capital or are you staying bootstrapped? I'm going to stay bootstrapped. 
Yeah, that's great. Now, if, if someone came to you and offered you three million bucks all cash up front to sell a business today, do you exit? No. Well, you said that quick. What's the number? It, it would it would have to be a lot more than that. <laughs> I put a lot of sweat and tears into this business, but yeah, I mean, we'll, I think we're gonna hit just under four million, and so. You're so shy when you say these numbers, but I'm like trying to root you on. You should be so proud of these things. You should I just know. Like, I just, I don't, I don't like to boast. I, I don't know. I also don't like people knowing all of our business. You're not bragging. You're not bragging. I'm pulling it out of you. So, so you think you'll break four? I mean, you will break four million bucks in revenue this year. We'll be right under that. We're projecting that. I mean, Brynn, that's incredible. So, so like during, during COVID, like last year, I guess it was a tough time, but you were like under 3 million that year, I guess. Yeah. 2.9. Yeah. But, but you retained everybody, which is incredible. So yeah. I mean, this is incredible. Your bootstrap business doing four million a year in a very competitive review space. Like round of applause. This is great. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, so cool. Okay. Um, what's the next product you guys are working on? So it's the AI tool that I mentioned. So we have years worth of data. So every time we would work on disputing and getting a negative review removed, we logged the directory it was from, the reason why it was successfully removed. And after eight years, we finally had enough data compiled to where we could develop an AI tool. Um, did heavy like machine learning so we can plug in the content of a review through our back end. Like when we pull in um, our clients' new reviews, it'll automatically go through there and it will put out a rating of the percentage of the review likelihood that it's um, able to get removed. Anything uh -huh. above 50% has a good chance at being removed. So now this will quickly identify which reviews our team needs to target versus ones that would be more of a waste of time. Interesting. I think it makes everything more efficient. Now, are you operating right now at break even or is the company like super profitable? Not super profitable, but we are profitable. Okay. Interesting. We have put a lot into our dev. <laughs> You're reinvesting a ton. Yeah. And I think that's the reason for our long-term success is back when we were very, very profitable, I wasn't out spending a lot of money. I was pushing it into the software development. Bren, do you still own hundred percent of the business? So I gave my executive team some equity just because I, when we were first starting, I couldn't give them the higher salaries that they deserved. And um, I think it was a smart play because they are so vested that we're like a work family. We are all so tight. We've worked together for years, but they have, you know, pride of ownership and they want consumer fusion to grow, you know, as much as possible. And together we are just super strong. So I'm very happy that they, you know, have the ownership of consumer fusion as well. For other founders in your shoes, how much do you recommend they give to their executive team or they save for their executive team? So I think it depends on, you know, each individual person in their role and what they can contribute. But I, um, let's see, I gave up 23% okay. of those four players. That's great. And you then kept, I guess, what, 77, something like that? Mm -hmm. That's great. Are you the sole founder? Yes. Wow, this is such a rare story. You never hear about sole founders bootstrapping. This is great. Congratulations. And, and I was a female under 30. I, I feel like there are not, there's not much female representation in this industry. So anything I can do to help that, I'm all for That's it. What I want you on. And you know, it's so funny, not to get like too political, but like when I have females on the show, like I never have females on because they're female. I have them on because they're great SaaS founders. But what's in, and then they happen to also be female. But it's so funny because when I get like a, someone like you on, it's like I have to pull so hard to get you to like brag about your story with the metrics, just like we just went through. Where the guys come on and they're like telling me numbers that are like exaggerated and way above what they should be, and I got to bring them back down to earth. You're like the opposite. Why is that? Um, I'm not really sure. I just I'm a private person in general, um, and I, I just don't want it to come across as being braggocious. I don't know. 
No, I don't, I don't think you're at any risk of that. I've really enjoyed this. Let's wrap up here with the famous five brand. Number one, favorite book. Um, confidence creator. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? There's not, but I'm going to put that on my to-do list. No, no, no. That's okay. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building the business? Oh gosh. Um, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Five. Five. Okay. And what's your situation? Married, single kiddos? Married, three kids. Seven oh my gosh. You are busy. Can I ask you how old you are? 35. 35. Last question. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Um, that I would have a successful SaaS business. When I was 20, I had no idea what I wanted to do with my life. <laughs> Guys, there you have it. Heck of a story here. Helping mitigate all negative online reviews. ConsumerFusion.com. They've grown nicely. 2.9 million bucks last year. They'll finish this year, you know, well above 4 million bucks. She's growing and doing this all bootstrapped with her team of 22. She's really got everyone working the same drum. Incentivize her whole executive team with some equity shares so they can all grow together as they continue to serve their over 3,000 SMBs and brands they work with. Bryn, thank you so much for taking us to the top. Thank you. Appreciate your time.